Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Three main reasons and also what to do about them. So, you know, I do a lot of work in this field, both with men and women. And I am gratified when I see that people, men, who have had little sexual desire, who's frustrated themselves, who's frustrated their wives, finally realize that they could experience their own uh, libido and begin to experience their own sexual pulse. So three main reasons. The first is biological. Now, even though it's one reason, I'm going to tell you there's a few subsets here. When it's under biological, I would say that the first thing we got to look at is testosterone. If you are a man who is having low sexual desire, or you are a woman who is involved with a man that seems to never initiate, never seems to, seems to be okay with not wanting to have sex, and probably even doesn't even have auto-sex, masturbation, doesn't seem to have that desire, the first thing that you do want to do is check out the testosterone level. Testosterone levels, I think the average is like 300 to 800. And if a person is below 300 or even in the 300s, which is low normal, uh, that could be a problem. That could be a factor. And it doesn't only affect sexual desire. It could affect mood. It could affect energy in other areas of one's life. So just like with women, it's very important to have a healthy hormonal balance. So I would get that checked with testosterone and talk to your doctor about the best kind of ways to get that checked. The other thing is meds, medications. People overlook that, that some medications will affect men's libido, same with women. Uh, but anything that may cause drowsiness could cause low sexual desire. Anything such as certain high, high blood pressure medications, Definitely SSRIs, which are selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors that people use for depression. Things that, you know, we've heard of things like Prozac, Zoloft, Solexa, Lexapro. They all have sexual side effects that we need to explore. And in those cases, mental health is also important. But uh, there might be alternatives that we could talk about there. Uh, a lot of times what some therapists, um, some physicians will do, sometimes with the prompting from therapists, is to put someone on Wellbutrin, Wellbutrin, which is called Bupropion, which is an antidepressant that works with dopamine, not serotonin. So it can actually oftentimes diminish the symptoms and maybe even increase some sexual libido in some cases. But there are ways to be able to balance out mental health issues, of course, our sexual desires and wanting to have a healthy sex life. The second big factor is psychological. Now, psychological is a big word. But with men, I'm going to talk about mainly one thing that I have seen so often that it's got to be included in my talk here. And that is that when a man who, as a child, had a mom who he 
had to emotionally be responsible for. A story I hear a lot is, yeah, my dad divorced and was not anywhere to be found, and or he wasn't there, or passive, or whatever the case may be. And it seemed like my mother relied on me to be that person. She would tell me about her problems. Or you have a mom who just hovered over you all the time, just needed you, and needed, in some ways needed you to stay young and, and dependent so that she could feel needed. So basically, this is a man who, as a child, felt that way and grows up unconsciously not differentiated from his mother. There's not a separate sense of I or I'm an individual. And I, I have an interesting story to tell you about that. I had a couple that came to see me. They were very distressed. He, just, he had problems with erections. Sometimes people come in and they think they have a problem, and they realize that that's not the real problem. He didn't, his, he didn't have an erection issue. He had a desire issue. And when you don't have a desire, you don't have arousal, which is you know, like erections. So to just focus on this one part of, their, uh, of my treatment with them, he reported that the whole family made sure that his mom was happy. But he, as the oldest son and oldest child of four kids, he was primarily responsible. So when him and his wife would go up to San Luis Obispo, where his parents lived for a weekend, typically the mother would put seating arrangements, not typically, always would put seating arrangements. And he, he was always sitting next to his mother. And his wife was sitting across the table. And there was this big plant on the table. It was a big plant, so he couldn't even see her. And so it turned out that uh, I said, that is like gold for me. So I said, the next time you go, which was going to be in a week or two, that he was to, they both would go, go there, but he was to make an announcement before everyone sat down that he's changing the seating arrangements, which immediately caused him some anxiety because he knew he's breaking a family rule, which is, I need to take care of mom. But he said, I want to sit next to my wife, so she's going to sit next to me. Mom, I'd love to see you. I'm going to take the plant off the table. Long story short, he did do that. He came back the next week. She didn't talk to him the whole weekend. Just because of that one thing, she felt betrayed by him. You could see there's an inappropriate relationship between mother and son that he's trying to now align. Just like someone goes to a chiropractor when their back is misaligned, he's aligning his He's aligning his relationships where his, his main connection is now with his wife, not his mother. So even though there was friction with the family, uh, he felt better. And about a few days after that, actually the next session, maybe a delayed reaction, he comes in and he goes, I'm feeling something down there, which is really funny. He was feeling desire for his wife. So that's, uh, that's definitely something that uh, really helped because he was beginning to differentiate from his mother. So. Now, the third thing that we have to look at is lifestyle issues. And that really is that energy is energy. Sexual energy is energy. If a person is working all the time and always stressed and giving, he is not giving him the chance to even experience his own body, including his sexuality. When a person is constantly in survival mode as if, the world is going to come to an end if I don't do the next thing on my list or the next thing on my list. You know, look, when you're in survival mode, when your life is at stake, you're not thinking about eating and you're not thinking about sex. And so in his case, he definitely, uh, this he, meaning he, whoever the male client is that I'm working with, 
he is not going to have a libido to express because he's all about survival. So with men like this, I teach them the importance of slowing down. I teach them the importance of not following their automatic thinking. And that if you slow down, you tune in, and you mellow, and you relax, and you breathe, or you bracket time in your schedule to be with your partner and just slow down together. Those are the kinds of things I've been saying in so many of my talks with uh, everybody out there that I'm speaking to. If you don't do that, there's no way. You know, we do need to experience our body. We need to feel our body. We need to notice it. We need to notice the things that we're attracted to in our partner. All this takes slowing down. And it takes taking our attention from our head, putting it into our body. So I recommend meditation, even if it's five minutes. I recommend, of course, exercise because it helps people feel their body. You can do a moving meditation like yoga or tai chi. But the most important thing is whatever you do, take time out to stop. Don't be so productive all the time. Relax and breathe. The other thing about it is you're not just using sex to reduce stress, but you're actually allowing yourself to enjoy, just like if you went on a vacation and you went on a hike and you could enjoy nature, to enjoy your sexuality and to enjoy your partner. So we have the biological, we have the psychological, which I talked about differentiation. And we also have, and the biological remembers about the testosterone, hormone levels, as well as being aware of medication, which is, again, these are the big factors I see. And lastly, lifestyle, slowing down, tuning in. If you've done all these things and things are still not working, there is a fourth, and that are relationship dynamics. And the relationship dynamics is something that we need to work on if you're, you're harboring resentment, anger, if you're protecting yourself from your partner from something. That's something to look at. If you have particularly had some trauma early in life where people hurt you, neglected you, abused you, abandoned you, that might affect your libido with your partner, and it may have more to do with your past. Because sometimes it has to do with the present relationship. Sometimes it has to do with the past. So as I'm speaking, I just decided to add a fourth, right? That, and that is, of course, relationship. The relationship dynamics of your partner. And maybe the fifth is trauma. I keep adding. If I keep talking, maybe I'll get up to 10. So we got biological. We got psychological, which specifically about differentiation with mom. We have the third is the lifestyle. This is the fourth is your relationship dynamics. And the fifth, last but not least, is if there's any you know, early trauma that has made, you know, put, given you a protective wall. To have libido means you're being vulnerable. So these are all factors, especially as men get older, that may take over the libido. And the good news is, if we pay attention, if we tune in and we work on these things, uh, that there's a very good chance that our libido will come back. And I am here to help. I am good at this. I have helped many men as well as women rekindle their libido and rekindle passion in their partnerships and in, in their intimate relationships. So thank you for listening. This is Todd Krieger, Making the World Safe for Love. 
Thank you for tuning and listening to today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Please leave a review, subscribe to the show, and be sure to visit www.toddkrieger.com for more resources that will help you get the love you want and for back episodes of the show.